this is Jackie Tan and welcome to the Bodies Built Better podcast. On the show, I chat with experts, athletes, coaches and ordinary people doing extraordinary things. We explore the body's incredible ability to heal, adapt and evolve so you can crush limitations, reconnect your body and mind and discover your extraordinary potential. And before we get into this episode, I want to give a big shout out to my incredible sponsor, the Heavily Meditated app. Heavily Meditated is your down-to-earth meditation app for getting high on life. Packed with guided meditations as short as five minutes and up to 25 minutes, there is a meditation for everyone. I start my day with a five-minute energizer and I love a lunchtime whole, worthy and wise meditation. The app is gorgeous and has affirmations for a hint of inspiration as well. And for less than $6 a month when you sign up annually, it's honestly one of the best investments that you can make for yourself. Check out the Heavily Meditated app. Today on the show, I chat with Bondi lifeguard, Dean Gladstone. Whilst many of you would know Dean from the internationally recognized TV show, Bondi Rescue, he is also a personal trainer, Wim Hof instructor, yoga teacher, and oxygen advantage instructor. And before you ask, what is that? Let me tell you, if you implement just one action from this episode, you will feel profound health benefits because we talk all things breathing techniques, the biochemistry and biomechanics of functional breathing, and what it actually means to breathe functionally. So without further ado, enjoy this episode with Dean Gladstone. Dean, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I'm looking forward to chatting all things breathwork because I know you are a Wim Hof instructor and also an oxygen advantage instructor. And, and that's the stuff that I've been looking into. So looking forward to, to understanding the differences in those. But before we get into that. And similarities. Ex- yeah, looking forward to it. Um, tell us more about you and your journey. Obviously, you're very well known as a Bondi lifeguard, but, uh, but you're more than that. So uh, tell, us, tell us about you. Oh, God, where do I start? Um, there's lots to tell. Um, the breathwork story is sort of intertwined with lifeguarding, I believe. Um, and, you know, you could look much deeper into it on a number of levels and, yeah. and possibly even link some of the learning difficulties into me being a lifeguard as well, which, which you know, probably contributed by my dysfunctional breathing as a child. Um, I ended up in hospital uh, as an asthmatic when I was very young, eight or nine. And I don't know if someone told me or intuitively I just, I worked it out that there was a connection between, um, I was swimming training at the, at the time and I'd stopped swimming training. And the regulation of my breath through swimming training really helped me in everyday life. And that really helped my asthma. It was, yeah. it was just so different. When I was swimming training, I was literally win the cross country at school, run around all day, play football with wow. my mates, um, you know, hyperactive young child. And then when yeah. I wasn't swimming training, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do all these things. So um, it, it kept me swimming, which, you know, contributed to me being a lifeguard, having a, having a career. And, and what a beautiful, you know, 
career I, I've had, I feel yeah. so grateful um, to be able to help so many people and and learn so much. Like, you know, being I've learned so much in life. A lot of what I talk mm. about and teach now in Wim Hof, in Oxygen Advantage, comes back to dealing with people, um, you know, possibly in in some pretty serious scenarios at the beach. You're a yoga instructor as well. And um, I've he- heard you mention in the past that the breathing with that has has really helped you and and potentially was the catalyst for studying breathwork even more so. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. I um, Yoga gave me what swimming um, was giving me without swimming. So I was learning to regulate the breath and breathe nasally and, you know, some of the things that I am so passionate about now um, yoga gave me sort of, you know, first I started doing it because I wanted to improve flexibility or mobility. But then I realized the regulation of breath combined with movement was just fantastic for me. Mm. And yeah, I sort of fell in love with yoga, which, which really sort of catapulted me into um, Wim Hof and, and this oxygen advantage or functional breathing yeah. um, stuff that, that I teach and, and love at the moment. It's just so simple and so such a game changer for some people. Yeah. So tell us more about Wim Hof because I don't, all I see <laughs> is, is uh, people getting into ice baths and taking deep breaths. So explain what the method is. Yeah. Wim himself or the, or the method? Oh, uh, yeah, well, people let's that go Wim need... first. Yeah. Tell, tell us about the guy and then tell us about the method. So more and more people have heard of him or, 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 mm, or have probably heard of him, whether, whether they notice him or not, maybe referred to as the Iceman. Mm. And, yeah, crazy guy in his early 60s. Um, he's famous for he's broken 25 to 30 world records and they generally involve some sort of feats of human endurance that people would seem rather impossible um, climbing mountains in his shorts, two hours in an ice bath, running a marathon in the desert. There's a whole range of things that, that he's done. So he's he's famous for being able to control his body on a level that other people thought was impossible. Yeah, wow. And what really put him on the map, he was a bit of a circus sideshow freak doing all these weird and wonderful things. <laughs> um, he was challenging scientists to test him to, to show what he was doing actually because he said he never gets, got sick, what, what he was doing actually affected his immune system. So in 2011, in a university study, they injected him with an endotoxin, which is like the flu. So wow. they pretty much injected him with the flu, and he was able to do his breathing method to literally breathe out the symptoms of the flu. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so this, so this sort of, and before that, it was thought that it wasn't possible to affect your innate immune system. And so wow. he's changed science. And this really gave him a lot of validation and really put it on the map. There was a lot of naysayers um, about his method. And then, you know, yeah. when I teach it, like some, you know, some people will believe and stuff and then other people like to like to see the science or like some sort of proof. And, yeah, this certainly just really gave that momentum. And then he, it started going worldwide. And I don't know when I picked up on it, maybe 2015 or 2016, um, was on Joe Rogan's podcast and Tim Ferriss. It just sort of kept coming across mm. into my, um, yeah, into my path. And yeah, I just started 
doing it. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I bought his 10-week course and then he came out to Australia and I'm like, I've got to see him. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, I want to go and do this. So, um, yeah, and it terrified me, the thought of climbing a mountain in, in board shorts because I used to and still do, in a sense, get, get cold um, quite easily. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, for me, that's something that scares a shot out of me because mm. <laughs> cold hands, cold feet, and even, I mean, the temperatures don't have to be all that low for me to feel quite cold and go walking around <laughs> and not feel my toes. So that's really interesting to me. Um, can you tell us a bit about, I guess, the biochemistry behind what he does and how he's able to, I mean, fight off the flu? <laughs> Yeah, um, so his breathing method, um, there's a brilliant YouTube clip I'll, I'll send. I might even send that through. I don't know if you can chuck it in the notes. Yeah, of course. And it's a, um infographic. Yeah. Um, his breathing method releases cortisol and adren- adrenaline. So it releases stress hormone. Yeah. And that fights off the, um, the flu, basically. So it's one would, I would think, or most people would generally think to, you want to relax the body and, and mm. meditate, but it's, you know, it's this he's building up adrenaline and stress in the body and that helps. It increases anti-inflammatory and decreases pro-inflammatory cytokines. Right. And that's that's through cortisol, right? Because cortisol yeah, that's is true. That's a stress response in the body. Yeah. So he's inducing yeah. a stress response. Yeah. And in actual fact, the breathing method is what we would deem a dysfunctional breathing method. Yeah. So if someone was breathing like that in everyday life, you could go, <laughs> oh, my God, you know, you this okay? person is hyperventilating. But when yeah. you do it intentionally, it is, you know, I, I, I call it superventilation or um, intentional hyperventilation. Um, yeah, there's, there's many names for it. And, and yeah. the yogis have similar types of breathing, um, t- Tibetan monks. There's, there's similar methods to this. He's yeah. combined it with cold therapy and a mindset, and it's really just just gone viral, basically. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Well, okay, so let's go to Oxygen Advantage and the theory behind that, and then let's marry the two together if we can. <laughs> Simply, oxygen advantage is functional breathing. Um, so Wim Hof, we could call an exercise that you might do for 15 to 30 minutes once yeah. a day. Oxygen advantage looks at the way you're breathing for the other 23 and a half hours of the day. Okay. So for me, um, taping my mouth shut at night, so I put a little bit of tape here to here. I've actually got some, there's a new... Um, new type of lip tape that goes, which was originally designed for kids. It goes around the lips yeah. and it forces the lips together ever so slightly. Mm. And um, as I mentioned, I was a dysfunctional breather as a child. There's a whole range of things that I suspect contribute to that. I've, I've done a lot of health coaching and studying and read a lot of books over the years. I wasn't breastfed as a child, which um, your mouth forms differently, mm-hmm. my nutrition, um, yeah, without going too deep, you know, you know, I believe we are, you know, partly formed by what our grandparents even ate. Um, There's some genetics and epigenetics certainly, certainly present there in the way our our bodies are formed. So 
Um, yeah, human de-evolution, James Nestor refers to it in his new book, Breath, the New Science of the Lost Art. Brilliant for people that are interested in this breath stuff. And he refers to Patrick McEwen of the Oxygen Advantage and, and possibly a little bit of whim in there. But, yeah, so our mouths and nose are all changed and that's why I'm, so for some reason at night people's mouth just, just, just pops open mm. and we're breathing through the mouth. Now, why this is bad because this our nose is designed to breathe in and out of uh, mouths for talking eating and kissing um yeah and if you're not if you're not breathing through your nose things in your body just it, it affects every system in the body particularly the way we we feel and respond to stress yeah and so oxygen advantage um is is tailored to athletes and performance um so it, oxygen advantage started from the buteco uh, method constantine buteco was a russian doctor who specialized in cardiologists cardiology without getting a little bit tongue-tied dr buteco started to hypothesize was it the way people breathe that was making them sick or were they getting sick and breathing differently? So we started looking at that. And so people that were sick with heart disease and all these things, he started improving the way they breathe, the way they were breathing and then started noticing that they were getting better. It's incredible, isn't it? Incredible. Can you talk a bit about the biochemistry of what's happening when we breathe through our nose? Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, people might think, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, about breathing. But when we breathe, you know, 15 to, to 30,000 times a day, if your breathing's out ever so slightly at that, that many repetitions, even the slightest um, form of dysfunctional breathing is going to start to show up somewhere in the body sooner or later. So when we breathe in and out through the nose, we are actually getting less air volume into the lungs because the nose is smaller than the mouth. But what the nose does, it um, picks up any bacteria or toxins um, that we may breathe in and it filters it out. So there's little hairs in the nose called cilias. And yeah, it picks up the, that bacteria and toxin and we pass it through our digestive system and we body gets rid of it in two to three days. If we breathe that stuff into our lungs, it takes the body maybe six months to get rid of it. So um, yeah, if you're around someone that's sick, someone that has the flu and you're mouth breathing, you're going to breathe that into your system. Um, whereas if you breathe through the nose, you're going to filter the air. Now, the nose also releases something called nasal nitric oxide. So that acts as a natural um, antiseptic. So not only are we filtering the air, we're giving that we're releasing a natural antiseptic into the, into the body. So if there is any, anything there, we're, we're filtering it and cleaning it and making it, um, we're humidifying it, making perfect for our lungs to um, absorb and, and um and get that oxygen out on a cellular level so it's going into every cell where that exchange of gas occurs between oxygen and, and co2 basically if that's not enough reason to be breathing through your nose i don't know what is well you know you see people out everyone's wearing masks right yeah think of <laughs> this as a mask yeah. and even if you are wearing a mask 
you should still be breathing with this under the mask because yeah. some of those masks are, you know, that they, you know, they're not high quality products. They're, mm. they're, they're full of chemicals. You absolutely want to be breathing through the nose if you've yeah. got one of those um, cheap, that. nasty masks on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people wearing masks out outside now and um, I'm not exactly sure what the rules are. But, you know, ideally when people are outside, I, I would prefer to see them breathing fresh air in, if, if, yeah. yeah, and through their nose. But, yeah, if you, if you are wearing a mask, which is absolutely your choice, make sure you're nasal breathing under that mask. Yeah. How can we use this method, functional breathing, in our sports performance? How can we use it in our training? How can we use it to get better at what we do? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. So if you breathe through your nose at night, you're going to recover better. You're going to sleep better. Um, you're going to get deeper sleep where recovery happens and and that's where we like download memories. So we, we sort of get yeah. smarter at night and we're less likely to, to go to the toilet. I think there's um, an antidiuretic released when you're in deep sleep. Yeah. So if you're getting up and going to the toilet in the middle of the night, you there's a particular chance you could be breathing through your mouth. Mm. And then this is going to affect the way we feel the next day. So um, if you have a good night's sleep, you want to get up, exercise, you feel good, you want to do it, right? If you sleep poorly, you're it's just it's just not going to happen. Um, and then we know a whole range of things, food choices, maybe extra coffee, people are look, looking for sugar. There's a whole range of things that that can go wrong from a from yeah. a night's sleep. So Cascade. in the in the health coaching world, it, sleep has become super important. And um, there's a couple of new books, and everyone's talking about sleep now, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Because definitely, um, so, you know, something I've been looking at for for a long time. But um, I've got an aura ring recently, which I'm not wearing now, and it started tracking my sleep. And I bought it to track my HRV actually, but become very fascinated in in my sleep and how that was. Um, and what's an sort aura of ring? Just a ring goes on one of your fingers, and it tracks your uh, your respiratory rate, your HRV. Um, it tracks your sleep, and you know sort of roughly what time you you get to sleep. And so yeah, yeah and and then I turn it on Bluetooth, and then yeah, I'm able to sort of track, um, it, and it tells you sort of from a number of things, um, your readiness for the day and, and how you slept. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I've when I walk. I don't know if you've yeah. heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so I, I believe roughly that they are more sort of performance and athletic-based. Yeah. And this is potentially maybe a little bit more sleep-orientated. Yeah, um, okay. And, I mean, I don't know when you got that, but have you noticed a change in terms of, you know, the readings from that after doing, whether you've been through a stressful event or whether you've um, slept really well, can you see the fluctuations? Oh, yeah. If, if I have two drinks and eat carbs late at night, my, my, my um, sleep is horrible. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and does that show through your HRV as well? Yeah, HRV, sleep, um, yeah, recovery. Yeah, you can see the time in deep sleep and REM sleep and it's, um, yeah, it's quite clear. Yeah, that I'm not sleeping as well. Um, but working late at night, um, yeah. which I've been doing at the moment, like I can see like that my scores are horrible at the moment. But you know, it, it, it's um, 
it's nothing I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's something that I, I can't really change because I sort of, you know, life shifted for us yeah. all. And yeah. it's just it's just part of what I seem what to have do. to do now. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I probably could go to bed earlier, but in, in some sense I would feel stressed that I haven't achieved what I wanted to achieve yeah. in the day. So um, yeah, there's there's a, a, not a no-win situation, but I, you know, you ch- you choose to understand and, and make exactly. sacrifices and and, um, and do what you do. That's Yesterday, I did get to lie in the sun and have a little nap for thirty minutes in the beauty. middle of the day in a in a little sunspot I've got in my my front courtyard. So um, awesome. yeah. It's yeah, trying to balance yeah, out everything as, as best I can. Yeah, especially when yeah, your routine's being disrupted and just gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, well, you know, homeschooling the kids and then trying to sort of fit everything in and then going, Oh my god, I haven't done any of my work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you got <laughs> it just has to be done <laughs> sometimes. Right. Oh work. <laughs> it's not it's not all about getting a good sleep score. Um, sometimes life and and yeah people people you know get a little bit too attached to these things I guess yeah well let's talk about some practical tips on how to improve our performance Um, because I know I've got a lot of uh, runners who listen in I've got some crossfitters who listen Mm. in so what are some tips that they can um, start doing to to help their performance in in their training yeah what are the tips um so you know i really like to assess someone's breathing um go go through an assessment and then and then you actually sort of there's a, there's a couple of breath holds assessments that we do in oxygen advantage and i've got a couple of other ones as well and and then it just gives us a, a starting level um and then we can implement stuff like you know if someone does a 5k run for instance um, we could implement nasal breathing and they're going to go backwards at first in, in that run. Maybe we, we implement nasal, nasal breathing and mouth taping and we would look at, and just see how that person responds over a period of six weeks to, to three months. Um, I suspect it would take sort of, um, yeah, sort of six to eight weeks to, to get back to maybe a, a mouth breathing style of speed and, and then eventually would would hope to see some improvement but people have to sort of remove their their ego from it and see totally see where see where they go but there's yeah there's there's so many different options and it's they're all sort of generally simple things um the Wim Hof exercise as I mentioned is a form of dysfunctional breathing but teaching people that seems to bring them into a breath awareness i refer to it as where they Mm. start to connect with their breath more and start to understand oh hang on i'm breathing differently or or, i don't know they just get more connected with their own body Mm. through the power of the breath the sound of the wim hof method because you are almost inducing that stress response that knowing that you are in control of that brings that sense of you know, you're in control and things are going to be okay because I'm bringing this on. It's not, Mm. you know, how obviously there are people out there who, and I have in the past, you know, dealt with anxiety and panic attacks and haven't been able to, um, I guess, control my breathing as well as I would have liked to at at the moment or, you know, at that time. 
But the Wim Hof sounds like a really great way to be able to have the control to induce that and use it to improve whether it is your performance, whether it is a stressful situation. Is that yeah, absolutely. You, you, yeah. If you've hit the nail on the head, so people that suffer from stress disorders and anxiety, taking themselves into a stress response and then coming back out of it and mm. doing that multiple times and possibly multiple times a week, they deal with stress better. Yeah. Um, one of the guys um, that, that I was teaching it, he rides a motorbike and every now and then he sort of has a little near miss and he used to get quite anxious for a considerable amount of time afterwards. Yeah. And he found that after doing the Wim Hof, sort of ha- having that stress response, he was able to come out of it quicker. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's just connecting the body with and understanding stress a little bit better, which is when I teach courses, a lot of, because I teach sort of a combination of breathwork techniques, a lot of it is about dealing with stress. Yeah, absolutely. There's enough of that these days. <laughs> there is enough of that. There's a lot of that. And, you know, people's perception of stress can yes. contribute to, to how they how they cope with it as well. Mm, exactly. Um, you know, there's so many interesting science and bits and pieces on it. Definitely. So you, you're a personal trainer as well. And um, I'd love to know when you train, you know, your clients, how you incorporate or at least try and educate your clients on breath work. Because the other thing with movement and training, no matter what sort of training you're doing, is that if you're not breathing well or functionally, you're not going to move well or functionally. So how do you um, educate them around that? Yeah, I, I've got a couple of sort of breathwork protocols that, that I've developed. So I, I try, I sort of sneak them into, into their sessions. Um, I do a little bit of mouth taping with my clients during the session. Yeah. So that forces nasal breathing, which I like to do for myself as well. So just with a little bit of tape, if I cover cover the mouth, you literally, you don't have to think about nasal breathing then. It just sort of, <laughs> your mouth you doesn't open. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. you default, um, which which makes the training a little bit more intense. Yeah, um, yeah I, I like yoga and mobility. Um, you know, I, I like training people to their, to how they're feeling, to their, you mm. know, to their nervous system. You know, I've got some... Um, busy business type people and it's if i flog those people (laughs) they're they're gonna break yeah they're 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 already their nervous systems already jacked up so we when you train them nasal breathing only it, it keeps them it keeps them sort of in a range where the recovery is going to be better. As soon as we go to mouth breathing, that's generally where they um, start to go slightly catabolic and they start to yeah. really push. So if you can keep people in a comfortable nasal breathing state, it's it's much better for recovery. But yeah, yeah there's but then you know you can push the the limits nasal breathing as well. Mm. How do you know if or how do we know if we're not breathing properly? It's a, yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a really tough question. So the, the best science is, shows that that there's a couple of breath holding assessments that, that show people scores. Um, Yeah. So there's a couple of, there's one called the bolt score or the control pause from Buteco and it's a normal breath in, normal breath out. And you just hold your breath until you get a first distinct urge to breathe. 
And the second one is just a maximal walking test where you hold your breath. Um, and the, that shouldn't be done if anyone has any serious heart conditions or, or yeah. any serious medical conditions or they're pregnant. Um, but, yeah, that Patrick's book, The Oxygen Advantage, is brilliant. Um, yeah. There's heaps of great free information online. Um, I've got an online course. They could, be, they could reach out to you and, and go through it. It's, um, yeah, these, these techniques are, are simple, but when you go through it with a professional, it's, it's profound the difference that, that people can make. It um, really is. I mean, oh. going through the course I, when I did it, um, even just those four days, I noticed a difference. Mm. It was incredible. Really important stuff. Yeah. So I, we taught during COVID last year in the lockdown, we taught three, five-week online courses. Yeah, right. And we found huge improvement over that four or five weeks. And some people didn't quite get it, but but they got, they sort of, sort of anywhere between five and ten weeks, people have like massive gains mm. in, in their breath work. So it's not something that takes years to improve. Yeah, exactly. It's literally, you know, um, six to six to ten weeks like people mm. that that can't that are mouth breathers that, that can't walk around the block nasal breathings they're, they're starting to run and breathe through their nose yeah that's, that's right they're, they're like amazed they're yeah. sleeping better they feel sharper they're it's affecting parts of their life they never even realize their exactly. back pain goes it's mm. um, even asthmatics I mean you were an asthmatic yeah so it it really does help a lot of people, um, yeah, dealing with all sorts of mm. ailments. Yeah. Yeah, well, with the combination of the two techniques, I, I literally I literally don't get sick much anymore. I need to yeah. touch wood. Um, you know, I am, I am fairly picky about what I eat. I'm, you know, big on organic food. I've got a fancy water filter, right, you know, out in the fresh air and the sunlight. Um, yeah. So I'm very... Mm very conscious of my health and everything that you puts practice into what you my preach. body. Well, I, it's, I, I have to. Yeah. Um, I, I was the type of person that used to get sick a lot. I used to, yeah. and, and I just, you know, it just wasn't what I wanted in mm. life. Mm. Um, as a lifeguard, if I was sick or unwell, like it could potentially be the difference between life and death yeah. for, for someone else. Yeah. Um, and you know now it's you know if I'm not well I can't I can't work. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, but I love I love what I do. I love um, you know health, wellness, and yeah. um, you know from teaching yoga to fitness to breath work to um, ice bathing and and health coaching. There's a whole different sort of range of health modalities that that I'm involved in, and it's a little bit jack of all trades, master of none, but. Um, in a well, sense, that, they're that's all what I love. It, exactly. It's very holistic. It's not mm. just, you know, smashing down one path, you know, this is the way to do it, just concentrate on this. You've really, yeah, you're looking at all aspects of what makes someone, uh, you know, a robust, healthy person. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then I see on Instagram someone writes, stay in your own lane, not, not to me. And it's like, well, but I don't know how. Yeah. If you can't help someone like with their breathing and their sleep or in, the, in their nutrition or, or mobility, the, the, you know, it, there's a whole range of things that people need to deal with to improve their life. It's never mm. one, just one thing. Exactly. Exactly. It's not one thing's not going to fix your life. As I, I generally have my clients, I, I, you know, they're one percenters. Like think of this as a one percenter. Exactly. 
and um, and they all add up. For sure. Uh, let's just talk about briefly blocked noses because I, I did see you post something. This is a while back on your Instagram. Uh, what can you recommend for anyone who's got a blocked nose? How can they help that or, or get that going um, quicker? Yeah, so I talked about nitric oxide earlier mm-hmm. um, and that being a natural antiseptic. It's also a vasodilator. That means it opens the, the airways up. So that is released from the nose. So simply breathing through the nose is going gonna, is gonna to do that. But if you've got a blocked nose, you can't breathe through the nose, right? Mm. But um, holding your breath and walking um, generally sort of releases a little bit of nasal nitric oxide and can help open airways up so there's a little exercise where people can sort of breathe in and out hold their nose maybe walk up and down 10 steps and then try and breathe in and out through the nose if you do that four or five times um, and you see some improvement that's going to be work that's going to work for you Um, a lot of people aren't breathing back out through their nose so they're breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth Mm. Um, so which is which is just better than breathing in through the mouth and out through the mouth um, but yeah, breathing out through the nose sort of decongests the nose on, on the exhale. So that's going to help keep those airways open. You might have seen me with a neti pot, a, a, an ancient, ancient yogi thing, and um, clearing my airways. Yes, it was interesting to watch. <laughs> mm. uh, it's, yeah, it's a little, little bit funny. Um, yeah, so, so cleaning my airways just with a bit of salt water. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was just in the salt water then. It sort of cleans, cleans the pipes yeah. too um but yeah it's um yeah those techniques i find really beneficial but yeah them it's sounds funny but the more you breathe through the nose the the better you do so Mm. just sort of keep Mm. chipping away at it um the mouth taping as well it's hard to quantify exactly exactly where that does and and how that helps but if we you know assess people's breathing properly and and they you know potentially will feel the benefits some some stage down the track and again it's it's a little bit of a one percenter you, you may not you may not pick up on it straight away mm. I think um yeah you're definitely right it was not something that I picked up straight away but I did I guess people will feel you know differently through different things so for me I slept better I noticed that straight away um, but I also practiced running through just nasal breathing Mm. and obviously it's really hard to begin with and so you do have to slow down quite a bit yeah which is a bit of a shot to the ego but but that actually doing that consistently I progressed way quicker than I Mm. ever thought I would so if you just if you just stick it out and go with it I think I mean the benefits always out outweigh um you know that that small moment of ego (laughs) yeah well co2 tolerance training has become quite the rage the last Mm. couple of years so breathing through your nose is that's what it is effectively it's uh you're increasing co2 so we're we're making the exercise harder just by breathing a little bit less so we're increasing the load on the body just by nasal breathing so um, for people that are injured um or people that don't want to get injured um, you know, you don't have to train as hard and you can get a little bit more out of it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, great point. And then actually breathing in and out through the nose activates the diaphragm and you're less likely to get injured from 
from simply nasal breathing as mm. compared to mouth breathing because yeah. nasal breathing is functional breathing and mouth breathing is dysfunctional breathing. And yeah. if you're if you're not breathing functionally, you're not moving functionally. And, and you said that at the start of the podcast. So yeah. It's, um, yeah, people will be surprised how effective these simple techniques are. Exactly. And, you know, you may not you may not need to do a course. I do have an online course if you well, want to do it. But um, you know, simply simply just trying to breathe through your nose more is is really gonna first step. It's gonna yeah start to just have that breath awareness. Yeah, yeah. Tell us, tell you us your, your online courses. Oh, tell so, us about well, those. Well, you know, I, I was something that I never thought that was possible, right? And then in COVID, we, we started teaching online a sort of five-week five week course. We'd, we'd check in every week. We'd do a breathing exercise. And then I'd give everyone homework or home practice. And then we would touch base the following week. And it was, it was quite funny because people were doing it with their partners and sending photos <laughs> of, their, of duct tape across the face <laughs> and all sorts of horrible things. And yeah, they were super fun. And, and from that, I guess was, I sort of created something that encompassed um, some yoga breathing that I did, some sort of similar to, to Wim Hof style, and, and then getting some functional breathing and some CO2 tolerance exercise or protocols that, that I created. Um, have you ever seen the underwater rock running? I well, I have only because I've stalked you and seen it on, <laughs> on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, sure. So it's something the Hawaiians created, um, and it's basically a CO two tolerance exercise, and yeah. they've done this to prepare themselves for big for big waves and being able to stay under the water longer. So I've created a little protocol that you can do on land that helps people improve their ability to do underwater rock running. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so it's, you know, for surfers and stuff like that because it's a little bit dangerous to hold your breath underwater, particularly when you're alone, so never do that, people. Mm. But you can do it, you can do a similar exercise on land, get a lot of the same benefits without the risk. So I've created a little protocol um, which I call the breathwork level table, which, yeah, so I'm sort of putting together things in the course um and and yeah people seeing a whole range of benefits from improved concentration sleep sports performance um yeah brilliant so if people want to uh, get in on this how can people want to get in yeah so it is it is half price at the moment because of covid and i just want people to do it which has been really cool heaps of people have been doing it so there's seven parts to it and it is there's a link on my website dino.gladstone.com um there's probably facebook i've got a dino gladstone instagram i've got power of the breath and dino gladstone um i had two websites but i just got rid of the it was all too much much yeah. to deal with but yeah on my website or, or drop into google or there's heaps of ways to message me or email me and um yeah it's 39 dollars. there's seven classes there's three hours of content and it and it's really it sort of teaches people the foundations of the whole thing and it helps them for 39 dollars. yeah that's amazing <laughs> well yeah it's that's um, incredibly cheap <laughs> yeah well it's you know you i want people to do it at the moment yeah. i don't make much money out of it but it's yeah um it's amazing it is um you know if you can help people and and mm. this breathing thing is becoming particularly relevant at the moment yeah for sure if you breathe functionally you're less likely to get sick yeah yeah if you breathe functionally you're gonna perform better and you're gonna and physically and mentally yeah they've done tests where they test people breathing through their nose and breathing through their mouth and people perform better 
Yeah. So this is not just for athletes. This is for school kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Improve focus and attention. And these populations, anxiety and stress, they're sort of, you know, they sort of up to 70% of those people are dysfunctional breathers. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure that all of those links are in the show notes. Because Yeah, I, there's a couple of free, free bits on YouTube as yeah, well, just some brilliant. slow breathing exercises and some nasal breathing exercises. So, yeah, you yeah. don't even have to uh, have to buy the course. Just, yeah, yeah. Just breathe through follow your nose. Follow along. Yeah, follow along, see what your body does, listen to your body, trust your body. Exactly, yeah. Be kind to it, Let's go to bed earlier. Dean, this has been fantastic. To finish off, let's go with one last question. Okay. <laughs> what is one habit people can adopt right now? And I know that's really basic because uh, we've just been talking about breathing through the nose. Oh <laughs> yeah, the, the mouth taping. Yeah. Let's 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 throw mouth taping in and and going to bed a little bit earlier. Oh, great ones. Yeah. Mm. Because it's so easy, especially oh. during lockdown and when your routine's just thrown out of whack to just watch another episode of Netflix watch, or, yeah. or yeah. another three pages of the book. It's yeah. Wow, well, three yeah. pages of the book's better than better than Netflix. <laughs> let's, let's, let's let's level 30. this. Yeah. <laughs> um, those blue lights at, at night yes. are, are, are nasty. Nasty for my sleep. Mm. and um, all the sleep hygiene stuff says not to do it. But, yeah, reading is better than Netflix. Cool. Awesome. And what about one that athletes can adopt right now to improve their performance? Athletes could. That would improve athletes' performance as well, yeah. Yeah. If you go to bed earlier, you're going to get up (laughs) and you're going to train better, you're going to sleep better, you're going to feel better. So, like, it's um, when some of my clients actually do it, like, they are amazed. (laughs) And exactly. like, because I bang on about some of this stuff for, yeah. mu- for, for months or years and some of them go, oh, I went to bed, I listened to you and we, I went to bed <laughs> early on the weekend. I feel amazing. And I said, yeah. oh, my God. Um, <laughs> You're like, I know. Yeah. The simple <laughs> things, you know, in all my coaching, fitness, yoga, the simple things are most effective, which exactly. is sort of um, the breathing, the, the drinking water, the, the mm. going to bed early. That's where you get the biggest bang for your buck. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, those one percenters and, and they maybe even more than one percenters, but yeah. The simple things. Do the simple things well and everything else seems to look after itself. Awesome. Dean, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your My time. My pleasure. Such a great chat with Dean. If you want to check out his breathing course, that will be in the show notes along with some of the free breathing videos from his YouTube as mentioned. Such small changes can have profound effects. So make the effort to start breathing through your nose all the time, especially if you're a mouth breather. Let us know how you go with that because we would love to know how you're progressing. If you love this episode, please share it with your friends because this is such an important habit to create in your life. Be sure to tag me in your post because I love seeing you guys enjoy these episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in and as always, have an awesome day, week, month and year. And here is to a world of bodies built better.